Welcome to the press conference mixtape. Uh, mixtape number 16 this week. My name's Philip. I'm here with my co-host Dave. How's it going, man? Not too bad, mate. Um, this episode's been brought to you by Stiff Cut Records and the Dream Division. They bring you all sorts of records and spicy variants uh, from all sorts of ranges of bands and anything you want. Uh, Stiff Cut have got it for you. Uh, what are your favorite bands that have been on Stiff Cut, Phil? Uh, definitely has to be, I mean, the OGs, Alira. Can't go past them. Mm-hmm. Uh, band that started it all. Uh, probably followed really closely by Agnes Manners and then uh, Fever Shack. How about you? Yeah, uh, Alira up there for me. Uh, no secret because we did that uh, the episode a couple of weeks ago about yeah. Stiff Cut. But yeah, Alira up there. Uh, really excited for the Vex drop and Fever Shack yeah. always up there. For me, but there's they've got a bit of everything. So there's de- deathcore, rap, normal, straight up hardcore. Um, Speaking of their deathcore stuff, actually, I recently got a copy of that month. Uh, not even going to try and say the name. Pain Uroboros. <laughs> yeah. How do you say that shit? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm um, you know, Sean over over at Stiff Cut um, kindly gifted me that for for my birthday, and I finally gave it a spin this week. I've been a bit of a lull spinning records lately, and uh, um, yeah, it sounds fantastic. So if you're looking for a good quality press, go and uh, check out their website. They've got so much good shit. Um, yeah, absolutely. You'll find something you like. Yep. And moving on to our guest this week, um, we had Rory from St. Sinner, uh, a, yeah. a Canberra band that uh, he was gracious enough to, to kind of hit us up to, to, to come on the show. Yeah, I think it's a really cool, I mean, we're, we're a small podcast in the grand scheme of things. Um, and, you know, we're still learning a lot about bands across Australia. And I think when, when a band of that caliber um, hit us up, it was a no brainer for us to to get them on. And this was honestly one of my favorite chats I think we've done since starting the pod, to be honest, like so much energy, a bit of a wild ride, but uh, amazing tracks, um, some great stories. And I absolutely love this chat. I really loved getting to know these people that we kind of just touch base with over the internet, basically. And it's really yeah. cool to kind of see the insights and to be able to connect with them really quickly. It's uh, it's this one was a blast. And and one thing I'm really loving, and I know we've got a few uh, guests coming up over the next few weeks of bands that I, I wasn't fully across. I'd seen their names pop up here and there, like through different forums, but there is so much music out there that, you know, there's still to, to be found and, I think this starts a little run of um, guests where we have bands like that. And this band is, I don't know, one of my favorite bands up in New South Wales, ACT area, like just a lot of energy and the new tracks are incredible. So yeah, it was a good chat. Yeah. So uh, with no further ado, we'll get into the chat from Rory, with Rory from St. Sinner. All right. So we are joined with Rory from St. Sinner. Thanks for coming on. Hey, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for for allowing me into your airwaves or video <laughs> waves or into just waves. And thank you for allowing that. <laughs> That's a good intro. Yes. <laughs> now we're here for it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It was, um, yeah, kind of, we just kind of got the message from you and, and mm. gave you guys a listen and thought we'd like to hear Fuck your story. Yeah. Cause it's quite an interesting sound that you guys have. Yeah. So it's, it, it's and like, okay. People say that they go, "Oh my god, we listen to you," and I, 
I have one of two reactions. I go, uh-oh. Or I go, oh, fuck yeah, that's so cool. On one hand, I'm like, yes. And on the other hand, I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? But um, th- I'm, I really appreciate you saying that because I think we do have uh, a very interesting story. And I think we do. And I'm not blowing my own smoke up my own ass or whatever the saying is. I think, but <laughs> weird visual. But I think... Um, I think I want to share the story of our, of our can I swear in this podcast? Yeah, you can do it. Okay. Absolutely. I want yeah, I want to I want to share our shit story-wise more, which is something that not a lot of people have the opportunity to do sort of at our teeny weeny itty bitty band level. So it's cool that you guys are giving me that opportunity. Um thank you. Let's see. No, well, we're the, we have the yeah. same feeling. We're like yeah. thank <laughs> you for listening and why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? You're like, you create something and you spend fucking money on it and you go, yeah, I'm going to commit my life to this and build my personality off being in a fucking band. And then people listen to it and you go, why, why, why are you doing that? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> or you go keep doing it, please. And then you have a whole existential crisis thing, which is funnily enough, segued quite well into the single that we just <laughs> is that the one you listen to is that what you listen to the single the single what? and um i can't remember the songs I think now it was like uh, psycho before. yeah because okay. yeah, 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 yeah we ran through like yeah mm. yeah we ran through a bit of everything so we've had a okay. bit of taste well, of it all so for the purposes of, and you can keep this in, you can edit it out, but for the purposes of this, I'm like the person that released the first EP that we did and all of those singles. I don't know who he is. He, he doesn't live here anymore. So mm. I, um, I'm everything from Psycho forward is what I'm referring to as our music yeah. at this point. Okay. Nice. Um, just, just cause we had like, I, I mean, I had, I say we, but like the other two members of my band, Sam, who plays guitar and bass, not at the same time, but he records with three piece. He plays guitar on, on stage and everything else when we record. Um, and Caleb, who drums and breaks our manager's shit. Um, he, <laughs> both of them are very stable individuals. Yeah. Um, and I, who plays the sing, am not. So like everything that we did for the politics and other drugs stuff, I kind of had this massive crisis over. I was like, ah, it doesn't sound like I wanted to say, ah. And so everyone then was like, look, it's just young blood, but different. And I was like, I don't like that. So yeah. I'm going to shave my head and tattoo my neck. And now we do breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So really it was like this whole idea of the identity crisis was was because I got a little bit offended one time. <laughs> and and now we do breakdowns. I'm kind of <laughs> here for that. It was always going to happen. <laughs> it was always going to happen. That's sick. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's the basis of 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 sort of where this new era is coming from or what we're calling the identity crisis era um and i think everything that we've done as a band even you know up to this point has been about the duality of human beings and and how we sort of see ourselves even in the name like saint sinner is like oh i don't know am i a good guy am i a bad guy or am i that cool anti-hero like villain who you're really not like venom who you're not supposed to like because he kills people and eats cats but also he's really (laughs) funny 
<laughs> Phil's gonna so, love that reference. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, lads. I've been just talking to you for the last what we've been on the call for what maybe not even ten minutes, and I'm I'm just loving the energy, and I think you can feel that come through the songs, and I think that's what's really cool is I've listening said. back to your older stuff. Awesome. Like when we when you reached out when we started talking, um, mm. I just went through listening to everything, and I was like, fuck, okay, some of the newer songs are very different energy, um, and then the yeah. newest single came out, and I was like, fuck, this is again different again um yes yeah, so and that's, i've been talking that's, to you i'm like this is this is i can, I can see it it makes through. sense now and i like it <laughs> yeah yeah, it's good. yeah i um i don't know if you could tell that i have 80 hds i have so many high definitions in my head at all times it's like a bunch of fucking bees in there doing some cooked malarkey but um <laughs> i um yeah i i appreciate that you like the energy like that's kind of what it's it's always had a basis in um is just having sort of a chaos that can sort of be metered and 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 expedited into different things musically um and <laughs> i think especially with headcase that this is like headcases like everyone's like oh my god yeah he breakdowns drop tune guitars and i'm like it, that's this is tame like just just wait, we have so many things that we've done that are just absolutely blasphemous. They would make, uh, they would make like medieval Christian boys explode. Um, <laughs> so that's, the, that was the goal going in is to explode some medieval Christian boys. Uh, Please don't take that out of context. No, cause no. you can cut, but you can, you can cut that up and you could be like, no, you, could, you could just cancel me now. No cancellations here. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, we we kicked out our only cancelable member, so that's fine. So I guess we'll kick it off with the first question. So, how did you get savage. into? That's <laughs> really quietly like a savage. It was. He deserved it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, how did you get into music in the first place? So is um, we so okay like. When I was small, I sort of always wanted to do something that was like creative or performative. Initially, as a little kid, I was like, oh, I want to be like an actor or a comedian. And then I was like, I'm so anxious all the time about things and I don't think I'm that funny and I really don't feel like turning in on myself at fucking eight years of age because I can't be a comedian when I'm eight because no one's going to pay to see an eight-year-old on stage. And if you are, you should go to prison. So I was like, fuck it, music. And I've always written. I've always written stories. Like I used to steal my dad's, um, like he's like a planner, I guess. Like he does like a calendar diary thing. And I used to write these wacky, mad stories in them. And he'd be like, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) I paid $80 for this diary and now it's full of a a fucking fever dream. Um, But yeah, so I've always written stories. And then I have been through, you know, you guys would know, you have have your phases, you know, you have your music phases. Absolutely. And I started when I was quite young. Yeah, when I was quite young, I started... The first album I ever bought was Songs About Jane by Maroon 5. Nice. Which I think is the best pop record ever written. 
yeah, it just okay. is. That's a good even approach. though, even though um, Adam Levine is a questionable fellow now <laughs> because he has said some questionable things. But at the end of the day, back then he made a good record. Not so great of a dude character-wise now. Don't cheat on your wife. Don't do it. That's a dick move. That is the dick move. It's the only dick move. But um, also, yeah, he made a, a banger. That record was insane. And I really liked sort of, I guess, polished pop music. I'd call that like 90s, 2000s pop. I got really, really into like Rogue Traders and the Veronicas, who I think when I sent you guys some songs, one of the Veronica songs was on there. Um, and Pink, because I'm just like a single mom who like day drinks. <laughs> so I just love Pink. Um, and I just love pink. Uh, I wish she'd, you know, stopped flying because it's rubbing it in at this point because no one else can fly. Apparently pink can fly, but only when she's at shows. So that's weird. Like a selective flight. Um, but yeah, so I was really, really into, um, that sort of music. And then a year down the line, I discovered Horizons by Parkway Drive. Um, and I like... You know, when you get like a video game character that you're really attached to and you just main that video game character for like eight years. Yep. yep. That was me with Horizons by Parkway Drive. I like, I, I, that was the only record that I would listen to. Even other Parkway stuff I wasn't as big of a fan of. I just loved that whole record. And I would walk around my school with like a bowl cut kind of long fucking Justin Bieber looking hair. <laughs> And like those massive over ear headphones, three quarter length cargo pants, and Osiris skate shoes, and it was disgusting, and I hate it, <laughs> and it was awful. But that's how I got into music. Was like first this really super polished pop, and then I was like, oh no, breakdowns, yes. Um, and and Parkway kind of revolutionised that for me. Um, I think, and that's sort of what got me into the sort of music that I like. You know, a big fusion. I um, love that. That's, and, that's know, a my parents bloody were good story. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it's it's um, it's completely true, and I even have evidence. And people that ask me for the evidence, they don't ask again because the photos are bad. <laughs> they're, they're bad, and then I I I cry, um, and then a whole new record comes out. So really, actually, you'd be doing me. You're actually doing me a favor here by putting me through this emotional turmoil that you're calling backstory. <laughs> I, I love... I'm sorry, I'm going to stop that. Is, <laughs> it, stop is it the that. haircut or is it the shoes? It's both. It's, it's, both. it's a 50-50. Oh, I miss my Osiris's. Right, mine, what color were yours? Oh, black, red, and white. Mine were fucking orange. Oh, I wanted the yellow <laughs> pair for so long. Why am I orange? The yellow ones were sick. Yeah. The, they were ye- yellow and green or something. Yeah. They were sick. Um, yeah. But three quarter length fucking cargo pants. Come on! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway. Questionable kid. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of how I got into it. Moon 5 and then fucking Parkway Drive and um, Pink, apparently. I love that. I mean, that, that's a that's a sick mix. So then, I guess when did you when did Saint Sinner start? Like, when did the band start? Is this your first mm. band? Like, what kind of happened from there? Well, so like, I'm from Canberra, right? Yeah, and Canberra's little place, small, 
Very small. And I, for the sake of these questions, I'm just going to talk in, um, in layman's terms. Um, and so, <clears throat> yes, I was in other bands before. Um, no, I will not name them. Uh, Saint Sinner started in 2020, the late 2020, just sort of after those really bad bushfires we had. Right. Um, where are you guys from? Sorry. In terms of the country. I'm in Melbourne. Yeah. I used to live in Melbourne, but I moved to Sydney three years ago. Oh, cool. All right. Swag. So like both sort of, so you guys both would remember sort of both sides of those really, really bad fires. Yeah. But at the time I lived in Kuma, um, which is basically career suicide. Um, but I lived there. That was great. I hate Kuma and I want you to keep this in. Anybody that lives in Kuma who knows me knows that I fucking hate Kuma. <laughs> um, and I don't really know who's going to listen to this, but if the people who live in Kuma that I used to know, and if you know, you know, who fucking know who you are, <laughs> do better, do better. Anyway, um, I lived in Kuma and those bushfires were fucked. Like the, the black, the sky was black. I couldn't breathe. Everyone was dying. Scott Morrison was in Hawaii. It was terrible. And, um, I got really angry and I was like the band that I will not name were, that I was in before had come to a point where I was just not being authentic. Like I was mm. writing music and I was like, what is this? Like, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And it just got real hard for me to connect to what I was writing. And so I was like, fuck it. I want to do my own thing. And I kind of came up with this idea of, cause I've always questioned myself, like as every musician and even every creative knows that, imposter syndrome is a real bad time hmm. um and i like nobody hates me more than i do so i was like all right let's let's fucking make money on that yeah. yes and so there's no money there's no money <laughs> it's 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 all just self-immolation here but i um yeah i was at my fucking hospitality job uh, i hated that and i was like fuck it i'm gonna come up with a name and saint sinner sort of came up and most of my bandmates at that time were in Canberra. Um, and yeah, we sort of started doing a more politically charged thing um, with the first single. And then, yeah, we've been through so many changes. We've been through like more changes than like, I was going to make a joke, but that's not funny, nor is it appropriate. <laughs> I have been through many changes. We've been through lots of changes. Um, yeah, genre wise, members wise, setup wise, you know, content wise, like we have probably evolved more than I thought was probably possible in 2020. Um, yeah, so 2020 to 2021 was where we sort of did that first wave of stuff. And then, yeah, we, um, progressed a bit more, um, a certain member, said to me that I had nothing to offer a metal band and I got quite cross at that and taught myself how to scream and now we do breakdowns <laughs> that's right. literally like if people ask me hey why are you doing this massive change up I tell them 
Mandem told me I had nothing to offer, and I took that personal. <laughs> so, yeah. I had to prove him wrong. I Well, I, I, I was like, the only motivator for me is spite. Like, I'm not doing anything because I actually believe in myself. I'm doing it because I want to spite this one person, and I will never let it go. That's my hill. I'm dying on it. End of. Sorry, that was not the question you asked, but it's what you got. <laughs> I can't remember um, the question. <laughs> it, was it, did, it was when did Saint Sinner start? Yeah. And I've just fucking plowed through that. Um, yeah, 2020 I mean, is the short yeah. answer. I mean, no, this is why I like podcasts, because like we go on tangents like this, and I think... Like I'm learning oh, so much about you guys, and I mean, like I'm loving this chat so far. Like, so um, good. I'm glad because yeah, you know, I my my entire um, feeling of self confidence. I'm not being sarcastic. I know it sounds like I am, but I'm not. I'm being a hundred percent honest. My entire like perception of self bases on the fact that the people like me. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it kind of does. It doesn't. It doesn't. I've you know, I've, I think one thing that we have done with this new record is I actually, contrary to literally what I just said, but stopped caring so much and went back to doing music that I was like, fuck, I think this is the sickest. Like, I think metal music is in such a awesome place right now. And I think there's so many more depths to be plundered with it. Um, and Sam and Caleb, who are just the best. Like, they are awesome. They are the most incredible musicians and incredible people. Both have a very similar taste in music. Like, they introduced me to bands like Alpha Wolf and Void of Vision and mm. um, uh, what's that? Heaven's Gate, who I've just gotten into really recently, and Alira, who you've... I think you've had Alira. Yeah. Um, who I really, really like. Um, and, yeah, so they got me sort of back into that new metalcore thing, yeah. um, which has felt really good to be doing stuff that is, is similar to that. Not exactly that. We've got stuff coming that is a little bit like that. It is like that. But um, everything that we do, I kind of want to do to the nth degree. Like if we're doing a heavy song, it's going to sound like a car crash for 10 seconds. <laughs> like it's not, it's not just oh, a little bit of singing, a little bit of screaming. It's fucking straight destruction and if we're doing like a cleaner song it's like okay we have to polish this we have to make it sound like adam levine wrote it in 2003 like it's um yeah why did i tell you that i don't know there you go no i think it's really interesting to hear and i think like especially all those bands you named and i think you guys fit Mm. in there but you guys have your own unique flair to it as well which i think kind of separates which i think is really cool because in a scene where there are so many bands it's so yeah, hard, yeah. So busy. It's such a busy scene. Um, I think you guys definitely stand like, you know, you've got your own thing going on and it's pretty cool to see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess I appreciate that. That's been the whole goal the whole time. Because like you look at the bands that are successful, that are like up there. You bring me the horizons, you sleep tokens, Slipknot. Um even bands like that are doing really well at the moment, like Bad Omens, mm. um, or Knocked Loose. Like you look, Spirit Box even do it really well. They have like a brand that sets them apart from sort of their immediate demographic, um, and the brand is so important with Sleep Token. It's their the fact that they look like they're gonna rob a bank all the time, 
Yeah. But they're not going to tell you why because they're mysterious. Um, I actually had a joke with our manager, Daniel Antics, who we record with. Also, shout out to Daniel. Love him. Um, I'm sorry about your TV. That was Caleb. He knows. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I had a joke with him that I was actually the guy from Sleep Token. Um, so now that joke will continue into this podcast's metaverse. Um, I am Sleep Token. Don't tell anybody. But the bands that do really well are the ones that have that brand and a point of difference and really connect with their fans over that. Um, and which is something that I really want to replicate and I'm trying to replicate with a being honest and being a little bit, but, um, but also by having content and kind of stories and stuff that we can try to connect with people with. I think that's what makes a great band, a great band and what helps them to stand out at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad it's working sort of, (laughs) I hope. (laughs) <laughs> I hope it's working. It seems to be. So tell us about like gigs and stuff. So have you guys played many gigs around? Obviously, we're not <coughs> in Canberra, but... Um, Good. You guys tre- I mean, what? <laughs> do you guys trek up to, to Sydney and stuff very often? We haven't We haven't done a show in Canberra in months. Yep. A long time. We haven't done a hometown show in a long, long, long time because there's like four people that live here. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Canberra. Like the the Canberra people are the people that come to our shows in Canberra. Like our sort of home base fans are fucking incredible. They're awesome. Um, but we haven't been able to do a show here in a little bit just because of logistical things. Mm. Um, we did a lot of writing this year, a lot of writing, a lot of recording. We had the whole rebrand thing and the whole um switch up. Yeah, I mean the switch up. We had that whole thing. Um. But yeah, mainly our shows are interstate now, which is, has been cool. We just did Sydney for the, I think the Burdekin for the second or third time we've done the Burdekin, um, with Headstrong and for their like EP release thing, mm. which was sick. My microphone wasn't working for some of it, but that's probably a good thing in retrospect. <laughs> um, <clears throat> What else? We've done Melbourne a fair few times. Uh, we're doing Brisbane for the first time at the end of the month, I saw that. which is sick. Yeah, big Halloween show with, too. It's huge. It's with Alt and Deficit. And like, I didn't know who how big Alt was until my drummer, Caleb, was like, we're playing with Alt? Oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I know them. I've listened to their music, but I kind of don't have a gauge on how big stuff is until I like look at their Spotify and go, oh, fuck. And then I looked at their Spotify and I was like, oh, fuck. So, um, yeah, Alton Deficit, that's going to be huge. Tom Milgate from AMPM has been really good to us. He's We've done a fair bit of work with him. Um, he's awesome. He introduced us to Clay J Gladstone and Tim from Clay J co-produced Headcase. Um, oh, really? And Yeah, and introduced us to Dan, who runs Def Wolf in Cornell, yep. who is now our manager and kind of our dad. Um <laughs> He's like daddy. <laughs> I'm just going to leave a lot of space after that so that you can get the word daddy. Really. I don't know if we do it again. Daniel is daddy. Yeah, that's enough space. Yeah, we, we, we can clip that up too. Yeah. yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Um, but he's awesome. Daniel has just been such a massive influence and impact on us. Um, but 
yeah, so those AM PM shows really, uh, we did one in Canberra and it's all kind of escalated from there. Like, uh, what else have we done? We toured with hands like houses, which is fun. Um, so you're on the ocean sleeper run too. Yeah. On the ocean sleeper run. Uh, we were on, what else were we on? We did something. We, we opened for banks arcade in Canberra uh, on my birthday. Um, there was, there was, that was fun. Um, what else? We, like, yeah, so it's mainly mainly interstate stuff that we're doing at the moment. It's probably going to stay that way um, for the foreseeable future. Like, we'll probably do one or two shows in Canberra, but it's just really easy to oversaturate here. Like, mm-hmm. you can do one show and then people, it'll sell out. Like, we've sold out um, <clears> the <throat> UC Hub, which is kind of like bigger-ish venue, not massive in the grand scheme of things, but bigger-ish. Um we sold it out one time and then like a month later we'll come back and two people will be there. And you're like, well, this is how it is in the capital, I guess. Um, and then it snows and you just want to die. So yeah, <laughs> mainly interstate. Uh, what else have we got? We do have some interesting stuff lined up next year, which I can't like talk about because I'll get in trouble, but I'm talking about fuck. Um, yeah, we're, we're looking at some, we want to do full runs, like full tour runs now. We're kind yeah. of trying to get past that one-off stage, mm. which, yeah, and like you guys are both nodding, like you know that that's a thing. Like I didn't realize that I wasn't the only person that dealt with that sort of shit. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm the only musician who only does one-offs on things and it makes me sad. No, of course other people go through it, you fuck with. Like, of course, <laughs> but... I'm glad that you both nodded your heads like that. That makes me feel a little more included, A, in the community, and B, knowing that it is a thing. But, yeah, next year our big goals are more streams and more, like, we want to do full runs of tours. And that I can't really say anything about this, but I kind of am by not saying anything, is that we are doing that at some stage somewhere with someone who is cool. Nice. I feel it's just a progression, right? Like you, you start uh-huh. like releasing songs, you play local shows, you do one-offs, and mm. then, you know, as you get bigger, you do these runs. I think it's just a rite of passage, right? And I think yeah. Um, and well, like, look, I'll I'm gonna do the pitch right now. Like you guys <laughs> know people, surely. If you ever, if you know, if you know anyone that needs a band, play on a show. I'm not saying we'll do it, but we'll do it. <laughs> I'm saying that we will doesn't doesn't. You know, that whole, like, anytime, anywhere, 1v1 in the car park, that's how I feel about sh- shows. Like, I will just show up. Like, the Hands Like Houses tour, we got asked on two days' notice. And yeah. we had a Melbourne date, a Brisbane date, a Sydney date. But the Brisbane date didn't happen, and the, the, there was this massive turnaround. And two days' notice, we managed to scrape together. Our drummer was on a cruise. Wow. We got a different drummer for the biggest show we've ever done at Max Watts Theatre. Sold out. And we're opening for Hands Like Houses. That big break. It's it's, it's yeah. show biz, baby. Our drummer's on a cruise. Wow. We get train this other drummer, drummer in like two days. <laughs> My guitarist forgets his pedal board. We're plugged into this random ass speaker. <laughs> ah! The drummer's never played with stems before in his ears. Or a wow. click. Yep. Wow. He was awesome. Shout out to Liam. He's awesome. But uh, yeah, so we'll do it. Doesn't matter when. If any, if either of you are like, "Hey, look, I just I saw that you needed a person for your show." Well, I actually just talked to a person who does just that. He does those. 
He does music. That's a great way to it. be, though. Because yeah, if you get exposure and you get goodwill, people want to I work wanna... with you because you say yes all the time. Yeah, I just want to rage. That's the thing, too. I just, like, I just, I love, like, I actually fucking detest doing asset, making assets. And, and, and I, I quite like doing podcasts now. This is my first one, like this. Um, but don't like really doing interviews because they're scary. Mm. Um, I don't like doing the other thing. What's that? Oh, writing press kits and writing press releases. I hate, hate it. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. Tell us why your song is so good, but don't be pretentious. It's like, yeah. but what? Um, but yeah, so the, we, I just want to play shows. I love playing. Like we, that's our whole thing is live shows are the, are the only time that I feel like a human being. So that's what we want to do. So really, Really, what I'm saying is if people don't put us on shows, you're actually causing all my problems. It's your fault. <laughs> I hope that keeps you up at night. <laughs> Fuck, Destroy All Lines just cancelled me. Shit. No, they're also awesome. They've done some stuff with... They, no, they, <laughs> that sounds really bad. We've actually... It's weird because we've sort of come close to a few different agencies and we're kind of like know people like you know how it is you kind of know people that know mm. people yep. and it feels like you're quite close to sort of getting into that echelon i guess of bands that are constantly touring um but like i don't know it's a weird thing but like they've always been really lovely to us and really supportive like everybody who we've hit up has been like your music's great this is great you're awesome and i'm like that's awesome but it would be awesomer if you would have just put us on the fucking show. Anyway, um, yeah, more. That it is a rite of passage. I'm sorry that I keep rambling, but you no, well, gave I'm, me this opportunity. I mean, how? Like, I mean, curious to know. Like, being in Canberra mm. and knowing that there's mm. all these other cities around you that are putting shows on. Uh-huh. Do you find yeah. it hard to kind of network out in that way, or do you just hustle real hard? Um, a bit of both. Like, we do. I I hustle. I like. I'm constantly <clears throat> on my phone. Like all the time. One thing people will notice about me is they'll call me. It doesn't ring. I just pick up. Yeah. Like, that's how it is. Because it, you have to be that way in this industry, I feel like. you you, And it sucks because my parents raised an iPad kid. But um, they didn't. I wasn't actually allowed a phone until I was 15. So I'm making up for those lost yeah. iPad kid years. <laughs> Fuck, I've also just realized that I'm 24. That's not good. Um, uh, um, but what was the question? <laughs> I forgot to. It was, oh, do hustle, you hustle hustling real for hard? Shows, hustling for shows. Yeah, we do. We have to hustle because Canberra, people come here once and then they don't come back. Yeah. Um, sometimes the shows are sick though. Like it's just a weird city. It's just a, it's a weird city for shows. We don't really have a premier music venue, really. Like the basement's awesome, but it's not in the city. It's in the north of Canberra which mm. is out of the way of the city by like 40 minutes. Yeah. Weird. Um, great venue though. Just weird placement. And they can't change that. It's not their fault. <laughs> um, just move it. Just put it on a truck. Anyway, um, we did have transit bar, but we won't go into that. Um, we Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing because like, we have to, I have to constantly be messaging bands and to be trying to expedite our processes because we record in Sydney. Mm. Um, you know, our PR people, Good Intent, who are awesome, are in Sydney. Um, 
most of the bands that we want to play with are out of state. So yeah, it's a combination. It's really hard. So we have to hustle. Like it's no, you know, Canberra is sort of, I don't think it's the worst place. I just think it's, it's, it hasn't quite grown into its music scene yet. Like Mm. I think it's budding and I think some really cool stuff is happening. But um, like I went to a hardcore show uh, two or three days ago and there was a bunch of like 15, 14 year old girls, like two stepping and fucking throwing the fuck down. And I was like, this is sick (laughs) to this band that I've never heard of, but also sick. Like first show type of beat and awesome. So that the hardcore scene and the metal scene, I think is, is, is happening, but it's still very new. Mm. Um, so yeah, we, we, I find I have to be sending people interesting messages to try and get on shows. Like, you, like I sent, I didn't, yours, your message wasn't, the one I sent you guys was very professional. Um, cause I feel like when I'm want to do something and I imposter syndrome myself into not fucking it up, I send like a professional message, but like, you know, the podcast, what we did on the weekend. Yeah. Yep. I sent them a message. How um, like, Yeah. <laughs> They're funny guys. You could probably you could probably be pretty out there with them. Like, well, I messaged them and I said, "What does a man have to do to get on your podcast?" And if it's reciting all of the lines of the Harry Potter films for seven and a half hours, I can do that, <laughs> and I will do that. And then I proceeded to send them a voice memo of me doing my best Dobby impression. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I wish I was fucking kidding. <laughs> like my my, I don't know why I'm like this. Oh, that's awesome. like I, I don't know. I shouldn't be like this. Like, I'm trying to make a career of this. I literally have nothing else. Did they hit you back? I have no... Oh, ah, no. No, no, uh, no. They left me on scene. Damn. They saw it. I, um... They just... You need to forward us that voice memo. <laughs> yeah. I'll just send you one. You can have a custom voice memo. Yes. You could, it's you like could probably sell that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, like an OnlyFans, but for Dobby voice yeah. memos. Cameo voice Dobby. <laughs> voice Dobby. <laughs> um the interesting thing is though like i have to message these bands to get on shows like with the ocean sleeper one with the first ampm one we did it was a word of mouth thing yeah like we hadn't done anything at that point um i think we just released the ep and the first ep and um a mutual friend told one of the clay j boys hey this band's cool and then the clay j boys told millgate Hey, this band's cool. And <laughs> they basically took a chance on us. And then we got to know Clay J. Gladstone and Ocean Sleeper. And we've done stuff with both of them. And um, yeah, like that was so it, it, in my brand, it's like it only takes one show. And but now I'm back to what feels like okay, I need one show. Yeah. Come on, give me one. Yeah. So hopefully this Brisbane thing does, does something. Because if not, I might have to start sending some uh, interesting <laughs> voice memos. <laughs> I think the Brisbane scene's pretty good, so I think you're in for some luck, especially on Halloween. If you guys go with your full, yeah. your full like show, I think you, I think you oh, uh, do well then. Our, sh- our show is now because like you have you guys ever used like like an IAM rig before? You probably would have like monitoring rig. Uh, not me. <laughs> okay, so picture picture a spaceship, right? Yeah. In a box that you don't know how it works, magic probably, and sometimes it fucks out. Because there's a goblin that lives in there that just pulls out cords all the time. <laughs> um, 
that's what an IAM rig is. <laughs> We're just lucky that Daniel knows what's going on because I fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, bruh. But yeah, so our show has evolved and I'm very proud of it now. Like, we've done so much work, mainly Sam and Caleb because I kind of just do the songs, put the songs through the thing and go, learn this shit. And then they do make their own bits and then we record the song and then it gets spat out as stems and they plug it in and they already know how to play it. And I just go, ah, and then it's a show, sort of, um, at where my mic works. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen for Brisbane. It's going to be good. I also ramble. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you're going to get so many clips of me being like, ah, that's <laughs> oh, good. We love it. So, so, should we get to the list? Yeah, let's, let's get into the playlist. So, the first song is Hands Like Houses I Am of um, yeah. Dissonance. Dissonance. Yeah. So, tell us about that. So, I love, I've always liked Hands Like Houses. Like, fucking sick band, sick people. All of them are lovely. Um, and I listened to their stuff, you know, all, being sort of from the area. You go, oh my God, they're from Canberra. Um, was listening to their stuff and then they did Dissonance which they used Lynn Gunn from Paris I think she co-wrote some songs on that mm. um, and at the time I was really into Paris not that I'm not now because Lynn <laughs> Gunn would absolutely fuck me up in any sort of confrontation <laughs> she would destroy me she would rip me in half lengthways um, but I was like that's such a sick collaboration why did I not think of that um, as being cool. And then I am hit and it was like kind of heavy. And I was like, this is, I mean, they had done heavy ish stuff before, but not like that. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is sick. And like, that's what I thought a break, the best breakdown in the world was. And I was like, woo. Um, and it kind of held up for me. Like that song, that whole record really, really good. Um, and yeah, like it just the, the the way that the guitars sonically service like the um I fucking thought was really 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 cool because it was like a kind of metal punk thing but done by a rock band with some great vocals on top. And then I was like, hang on, I know somebody else that wants to do that. It's me. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so that kind of heavily inspired the idea for some guitarage on Headcase. Um, yeah. Sick. Yeah. They've been a staple for a while in the scene. Um, yeah. I was big into Unimagine and, and this album yeah. a little bit. And um, mm. I really appreciate the guitar work in, in both of those records because it's like, yeah, it's it's a little bit heavy. Like, it's just a little bit different to the rest of the way the band sounds, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit it, it kind of... It, it does set them apart as well. Like Trenton's vocals, the guitar tones they use. And I would say the way that the band as a whole, after seeing them live and then meeting them and stuff, like the way that that band kind of almost instinctively works off each other is really indicative of them. And it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. I don't even know if indicative is a word, but there you go. Invented it. <laughs> Boom. All right, we'll we'll cue that up, and then um, yeah, we'll we've got another one after it, so we'll uh, talk about that on the other side. Sick.
promises the future Some refuse the past Either way it's messed up if we can't unplug the fact That a world covered in cables was never allowed to last So don't act so surprised when the program starts to cry Form a connection when we can't even shake hands You're like a phantom greeting me We part in the shadows, hang out in the gallows Stuck in a loop for eternity Do you know why the flowers never bloom? Will you retry or let the pain resume? I need a new leader, we need a new leader You won't know where to stand And I don't feel secure no more Unless I'm being followed And the only way to hide myself Is to kill the hell of a show How do I Form a connection Where we can't even shake hands You're like a phantom greeting me We plot in the shadows Hang out in the gallows Stuck in a loop for
tomb. I need a new leader. We need a new looter. We, at the top there, we played I Am uh, by Heads Like Houses, followed by Ludens by uh, the mm. Goats, Spring of the Horizon. Talk about that track. They are indeed goats. Um, <laughs> Ollie Sykes is a fucking goat. Look at that goat, Billy Goat Gruff Man. Look at him, goat. Look at him, goat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Bring Me has been a band that, like, Suicide Season, obviously. Yeah. Fucking uh, like Sempaternal. The best metalcore record ever recorded, in my opinion. One of the best records recorded, in mm. my opinion, ever. Um, and I could be just called basic and a little white boy for doing for saying that. But you know what? I am. Don't Both worry. of those things. Oh, oh I'm not to bring me him, so don't worry about that. Um, so bring me your band that do the thing that I want to do in multiple levels. They have a brand, they have a clear identity, and they're just so innovative and they're always ahead of the curve of what's going on in the genre they are setting what is the genre now like you look at they did sempaternal every band was doing what sempaternal was doing they did that's the spirit every band was now doing the that's the spirit thing they're now doing this weird fusion that well they did post they did ammo and then all of these other bands were going like in their more like I'm exploring my genre thing, which I think is sick. Like Ammo is genuinely, I think my favorite record by them and everyone hates that, but I don't. And I, I will fight people. <laughs> Though I love I that love record. Ammo. Don't worry. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. And Underrated. Oh, it's so good. And they've just always managed to keep things fresh. They've always managed to keep things, um, personal. Like, their music all feels so personal, which is so hard to do when you're literally the biggest band on the planet. Like, you look at someone like Ed Sheeran. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, <laughs> Nobody what does. The fuck? The Lego house. Like, like, I have never smelled the sheets of someone having left my bed. <laughs> I've, I've never gone, yep, that still smells like you. Because <laughs> like, that also, like, what, so hang on. The Ed Sheeran thing is... Because my bed sheets still smell like you. He has to have smelled a person, <laughs> gone, that's what they smell like, sniffed the fucking bed, and then gone, yeah, that adds up. And uh, like that to me is just weird. So, not personal, weird. Ed Sheeran, <laughs> fresh. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I don't get My fiance that she looks at me and goes, You're going to get sued. And I was like, Good. Yeah, he won't Press. listen to this. <laughs> no, I hope he, if he does, then we're winning anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, if he sues us, that's the best thing ever. That's the best thing. I'm, I'm, yeah. the hey, best any thing any ever. publicity is good publicity. It's good case. publicity. Exactly. Unless you're Ronnie Radke, in which case, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> keep it shut. Don't talk, bro. Another one that just shouldn't have fucking TikTok. Yeah. Just don't give just that off, man a phone ever. Yeah. Just take your meds and go to sleep. <laughs> um, he's going to sue me now too. Fuck. Great. Ronnie Radke's <laughs> after me. Um, no, the interesting thing is Bring Me have always been just a staple of the metal scene. Like always. Like when it, through whatever phase it was, the new metal stuff, The even now they're like sort of which, what, with what I'm calling like new metalcore. Yeah. Um, just staple. They're the biggest band in the world, like huge, and they're doing the thing that I want to do, which is just keeping things fresh and so innovative, so mm. innovative. Um, I really like 
um, like Strangers, their new, one of their new songs, Strangers, yeah. so good. Just such a fucking banger. And um, the other one they just did with Corpse too. Um, I just love that they just do that. Like they, it just sort yeah. of work. It just sort of works because it's Bring Me, you know. Mm. Um, also, Ollie is just mesmerizing. Yep. I'm a Ollie Sykes simp. Every don't look at me like that. Everybody is. Everyone is. Even Dave is. <laughs> yeah. He won't admit. Even Dave is. <laughs> I think I think if you're not an Ollie Sykes simp, there's something wrong. Um but yeah. So bring me just fucking incredible band. Incredible. I agree. I think what's really cool about this list, as we talk through the next song, which is The Lonely People by Void of Vision mm. uh, that we'll play. I'm starting, and I mean, this is, I'm sure all these songs, right, influenced Headcase, right? Yeah, oh, I, just the band in general, but at the moment, but yeah, Headcase primarily, which, yeah. And I think you can hear all these little bits as we go through, and it yeah. makes so yeah. much sense when I saw these songs. I was like, yeah, this all mm. makes plenty of sense. So yeah, next track, Lonely People by Void of Vision, and a new mm. one too. Yeah. Sick. Now you're going to have Jack Bergen yelling at you for a minute <laughs> or whatever it is, two and a half minutes. He's Jack. Such also another lovely dude. Love Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like what were your thoughts on Void? Like, do you, do you, have you seen them locally oh, much? Dude, like, what's your yeah, history with them? Void. So it's weird because like, I don't know. I Jack is like, such a cool and amazingly talented, lovely individual. They all are. Um, and I never know if he's going to hear the things I'm saying about him because he's like one of those people that right, I'll just tell you the story. I hadn't really been to a show, a metalcore show in a while. Yeah. And the boys, Sam and Caleb, they took me, to Void of Vision in Canberra. And it was like my, with inertia, holding absence and, um, somebody else. Who was that? That was that Bloom? No, it wasn't Bloom when they were in. No, Bloom might've been on it. It's entirely plausible. But, big tour, really sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also how we met inertia and Julian is just another gem who I love and I think we're friends. I don't really know. I think we're friends. He knows me and he says hi when he sees me. So Yeah, that counts. Friends. Yeah. Um But yeah, so we see Void. Um we're on the bus on the way over, super excited. We see them and Jack is like like you've seen him, he's terrifying on stage. Scary motherfucker. Mm. Um insane stage presence and, and vocal performance. And then comes off stage and like, I'm not tall. I'm very, I'm compact. I'm small. (laughs) I am, I have a small carbon footprint. I'm vertically challenged. And Jack comes over and we're about the same height. So I'm immediately like, all right, this guy's cool. And he just goes, Hey man. And I was like, Hey. And we just started talking about like the show. And he's like, Oh, are you in a band? And, I was like, yeah, I told him the band name. And you know how it is. It shows you tell the person you idolize yeah. your band and you're like, oh my God, check out my band. And they're not going to fucking do that. Mm. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. Jack fucking did it. 
It really? was weird. Yeah. I, and at this point, we are not metal. We are making rock and roll music at best. Yeah. Uh, and I sent him the first print we got of Headcase. Just out of the blue. Like, hey, man, I met you this one time. Listen to this. I, I just want to hear what you think. And he goes, dude, this is... So-. He replies, for one... Yeah. And for two, he goes, dude, this is such a step up. Like, just gives me all this massively positive um, reinforcement. And he goes, I've had faith. He says, I've still got a screenshot of the message because it makes me happy. He goes, I've had faith in your art style for a long time now. And I was like, hang on a minute. That means you went and looked at our band, at this fucking stupid Canberra band, and like took it upon yourself to listen to the music and then to formulate an educated opinion that Headcase is, like, doing better. Like, he went out of his way to be, like, nice to me and to actually be invested. Um, And then I was like, hey, we should do a song together, pushing my fucking luck. (laughs) Um, And he goes, yeah, I'd love to. And I was like, whoa, shit. All right, this is weird now. And then, yeah, we wrote a song to do with him. Um, And he, I think, had... That was when he was going through his like his own medical troubles, which were pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, and then they blew up, like they got really, really big. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think he might have just had a few more things going on yeah. than a Canberra band, but he um he was nice enough to like give me that positive reinforcement, which I've never like. People just don't do that. You don't oh, get no. that from. Oh. From people, really. Uh, I love hearing stories like that. Oh, he's and he's just the nicest dude. And we, um, we, my, the boys went to see him uh, in Frankston when yeah. they did a show there, and he recognised them and yeah. like wrote Saint Sinner rocks on the set list and gave it to them. Like it's it's just weird. Like I wouldn't make that much effort for me. Yeah. Like weird. if I saw me, I would be like, "Fuck you, no." <laughs> Get away from me. I need, I've been on tour for six weeks. I need to go to bed. But um, no, he made the effort. And like it's, it's honestly inspiring. Crazy. And so the Lonely People and a lot of Void stuff bled into... I got really into them. Um, mm-hmm. They're another one that has lore, which I think is sick. Yeah. Um, and it bled into what we were doing in Headcase. And then across all of the music we've been writing has just been like sick. You know, that EDM heavy fusion is, I love that. I love mm. it. The breakdown in Headcase is very, like, it's, it's Void of Vision-y. Yeah, um, and he even, he, he even said, he's like, yeah, I caught a vibe. And I was like, I know you did, because I wrote it for you to catch a vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, that's Void. That's Jack. Fuck yeah. Well, let's uh, load mm. that one up and then we'll play another one and then we'll okay. talk about some more on the other side.
So at the top there, we had Vision, The Lonely People, and then after that, we had Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us Billy about Goulash. Billie. <laughs> Billie Goulash. Billie um, Goulash. She's fucking... Look, she is, like, songwriting-wise, I mean, Phineas is, because um, it's both of them, I think, that, that do it. Mm. Um, just a gun. Like songwriting is just insane. Yeah. Um, I obviously have my own thoughts on the success levels and, you know, the sort of that vibe, but the songs like that record, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? I think was what it was called. Um, just groundbreaking stuff. And the way that the bass is sort of engineered in bad guy like I'm not a massive like I'm not going to go and listen to every other Billie Eilish song or like anybody that's sort of like that like that sort of really soft pop stuff I like it if I'm in the mood but like it's not like my go-to um but like I heard I remember when that came out I heard the bass and I was like holy shit she's cracked it she's just Mm. broken the industry she she just she just basically took pop and went I'm going to make it my own thing, a whole genre. I'm going to just buy it um, and put fucking hotels on it so that every time someone goes on it, they have to pay me money. Because <laughs> every single fucking cunt did that uh, thing with their voice after that. Speaking through the fan, everybody. And like, I shit you not, I have a playlist that is like people talking through a fan. <laughs> everybody. Uh, same way that people do things when Bring Me do things. Yeah. Um, like that sampled vocal thing at the start of Can You Feel My Heart. Every cat does that now. Mm. Everyone. Um, including me. Um, <laughs> especially me. But with Billie Eilish, Bad Guy was just such a polarizing, like, wow moment. I was like, I want to be able to write a song that does that. And so with Bad Guy, what I was essentially thinking of doing not wasn't so much like taking anything from it sonically and the bass is kind of similar 
in in the way that it's sort of structured, uh, written sonically in the note choices and stuff. Mm. Um, it's not similar. I think it's inspired by because we don't plagiarize in this house. Um, but I just wanted to really take on like sort of the essence of what she what she did to that genre and do it to in the metal sort of genre. Yeah. Um, and as well, just. Such, it's just such a sick song. Bad Guy's just such a sick song. It's cool. And even if you don't like Billie Eilish, people who don't like Billie Eilish go, yeah, Bad Guy's a cool song. Like, fuck, we got to give it to her. She did a thing. <laughs> yeah, Dave, do you like the song? Because Dave's yeah. one of those people, I think. <laughs> I'm not a pop guy, like, really. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. But, um, yeah, this is an earworm for sure. Like, you just... Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly. It's like, funky. I, it is, and I, I don't like... A lot of her other music. Some of it, I'm like, this feels like someone is talking in cursive, and I can't do it. <laughs> but um, like singing in italics. But I, <laughs> bad guy was just like, I, I fuck with this, mm. and it made me feel like you know how that you like. Do you, do you guys have like a guilty pleasure song? That you're like, yeah. I shouldn't like Photograph by Nickelback, but I do, sort of thing. <laughs> That's a yeah. good question. I don't know actually what my, uh, I don't know what it would be, but I definitely have one. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have it. one that you're like, if my mates found out that I like this song and bump it, <laughs> they would leather me? I don't know. Do you have one, Dave? Oh, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't think of one on the top of my head. No. I mean, I'm pretty unashamedly, I like a lot of stuff that my mates hate. Like, I love pop music mm. and, like, bad pop That's music. That's fair. Yeah, like okay. New, like, okay. new bad pop music. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the whole SoundCloud pop music of five yeah, years yeah. ago. I'll still listen I to that shit you. now. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, the, I, some of it has merit. Lil Peep came from that kind of demographic, yeah. I think. And he slays. Oh, um, I'm just trying to think of it. Um, mine's Wonderwall by Oasis, if anyone was wondering. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, my fiance just shook her head at me and was like, yuck. <laughs> there's a there's a funny joke at a party. If I go to a party and there's like an acoustic guitar there and there's some cunt playing the acoustic guitar, I'll go over and be like, I'll, I play guitar. Can I play you guys a song? <laughs> and then I will play really loudly, like really jarringly. I will play Wonderwall. And that is when it is time to make me leave the party. That's, all. <laughs> That's me saying, I need to go home now. That's I so love that. Good. Um, I think... Mine would be like that new that One Republic song. I ain't worried, you know that song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whenever <laughs> yeah. that comes on, I'm like, you're like, oh yeah, yeah let's go. Bump as soon it. as I heard it, yeah, I okay. was like, yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad Fair you enough. told what? that story, Dave. I'm definitely gonna play that song more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. This is what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, we're that. here for <laughs> for mates and to up One Republic's considerable streaming service. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm sure they needed. <laughs> They don't need my point tenth of a cent. I reckon. Oh, don't get me started on Spotify paying their artists, bro. Fuck me. That's rough. Oh. Like actually, fuck me. They are actually <laughs> fucking me when I uh, they pay me point zero zero three percent of a cent per stream. Yeah, Spotify sucks. It does. I'm glad that I can say that live and on air. They suck. Um, <laughs> give us more. Give us editorial playlists, though, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> but they suck. Um, yeah. Well, everyone's got that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm rambling and, and dictating and, 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 and yeah. But um, uh, everyone's got that guilty pleasure song. And for a bit, like, Bad Guy was mine. Because, like, everyone yeah. was like, it, you go through a phase of, like, 
oh, it's not cool to like this really successful person. Like, but they're good. Yeah. Ah. It's like the bad omens thing, like the metal community gatekeeping bad omens and being like, oh, they're not real metal. I don't like them. Uh, not that everybody does that. I'm just, there is a demographic of people that are like, oh, it's, uh, I don't like it. Well, the same they don't people, like it because it's, hmm? It was the same thing when, uh, can you feel my heart went on TikTok and yeah. all of a sudden yeah. it was like, oh, you can't like them. Same thing. Exactly. It's a weird thing. Just like, just like music. Cause it's cool. Like just, just, it doesn't, you don't have to like own it. If you're in the band and you're going, no, fuck you. You can't like this. Then I get it. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if Ollie Sykes gets on TikTok and goes, oh, hang on, hang on a minute. You can't like, I like, oh, like. cause he's from the North of England and that, they speak like that. <laughs> um, you can, you can guess your lap up. That's him. Yeah. Like, that's him. Like, if he was to jump on stream and be like, fuck these people for liking my song, it would make sense. But that's the only time gatekeeping makes sense. And, again, not to bring it up, again, but he shouldn't do that because then you're Ronnie Radke. And that's bad. I'm sorry if anyone's a falling in reverse or escape the fate fan, but um, man needs to stop talking. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I've I've um I've been battling with him talking shit for a long time. <laughs> Have like, you? Well, because I've I liked Escape the Fate when he was in the band yeah. like however long ago, Fuck and yeah. then Falling Reverse happened, and I like that. And now he's on yeah, Twitter, and I'm too. just like, it's, oh, bro, just just stop. stop. <laughs> it's weird because I loved Escape the Fate. One for the money is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, and I and you know, um, Falling in Reverse is sick too. Like they're cool. Um, there's nothing about this, the music that I don't like. It's just, I just shut his mouth. <laughs> well, he just says things and I'm like, you're only saying this to get a rise out of a community that's quite vulnerable. Why are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Anyway, sorry. Next song. <laughs> the next one is Veronica's Forever. Ah, oh, yes. Banger. Yes. Yes. Stone Cold. Banger. Australian Aria nominated certified banger. The creators of I the think. Wall of Death, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they. I <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, fact check that information, yeah. but could be. Yeah. I, I probably believe it. Well, they did. Um, was, was it was it good things? They did. Um, there was a, a Facebook untouched. event in Melbourne to do. Uh, yeah, Wall, Wall of, of Death. Death at Good Things for and Veronica's was, Untouched. Uh, I was I was there. I didn't quite go into the Wall of Death, but I was just like, was it this... as big as everyone said it was? I mean, it was, it was solid, but I was yeah, still okay. like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what is just, happening? What is yeah. happening at the Veronica's right now? Mm. Um, they are from my period of time where I was really into sort of that two thousands vibe. Yeah, nice. Um, that was like the, they were the pinnacle of that for me. Them, the Rogue Traders in Pink, like really strong female led bands that were kind of just like, when I say strong, I don't mean like, <laughs> I, like, I don't know anything about how much they were advocating for women's rights within the industry at the time. I'm not going to claim to know anything about that. When I say that they were strong, I'm saying that they were like fucking cool yeah. and making bangers. Yeah. And we need to see more women or female identifying people at the forefront of of making bangers um, in the metal industry, which is also why I like, uh, what's that band? Spirit Box so yeah. much. Yeah. Love that band. Yeah. Um, but, sorry, my girlfriend's playing Stardew Valley and I'm like, 
phasing out watching her run around in the snow collecting <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not being rude. Um, get that one, um, get that one. Go left. Yeah, I'm like, where's she going? What is she doing? Because I don't understand this game at all. She's just running about doing some shit. Anyway, um, fucking Veronica's. They were sick. So um, Untouched and that song were the two songs that I would just like on repeat mm. loop. And they have such a way with melody. I don't know if they wrote it. I don't know if their ghostwriter wrote it. I don't know if... I don't know who wrote it, mm. but whoever wrote the melody for uh, Forever, was that the one we put on there? Yep. Yeah. Forever and for Untouched, just like, phenomenal. Just hooky yeah, as like, fuck. It's the most hooky, and that's what I wanted to take with our shit. You'll find a lot of the time it has a hook. Mm. Like anything that I write lyrically has a hook because that's how music works. For me, anyway. Yeah. Like, that's how I get the dopamine from music is going, oh, I know that hook. Um, and look, there are times where I'm like, you know what? I don't fucking want a hook, so I'll listen to Knock Loose for 30 minutes. Um, but, because you don't know what the fuck's going on. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the Veronicas did this really cool thing with, like, I call it the early 2000s hook, where it was just this... It was kind of the same pattern. It was and if you switch those notes up, you have untouched with which is and then you have like fucking um what was the other one? The Rogue Traders one um was what was that Rogue Traders song? The big uh, one. Yeah, here come the drums. Is it? Just that like use of the of the double infliction, um, I think you call it. Yeah. So sick. Yeah. And like I was like, you know what? Because we were sitting in the studio we were actually we didn't write the melody fair case in the studio, I'm sorry. That's a fallacy. We wrote it in a room somewhere. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put a Veronica's melody over this. Um, and then I was like, hang on. No, I'm not. I'm going to put a pink melody on this that I think reminds me of pink. And the the, the verse is... And the melody for Pink's song, um, you know, that uh, I'm coming up, so you better get the party started. Yeah. Um, she has that like... I was like, fuck it, that's, that's, what's, I'm going to listen to that song a few times and see if I can blend this shit and make it my own. Because again, we don't plagiarize in this house. And if anybody plagiarizes a song ever, then they deserve to burn in the fiery pits <laughs> of, of, of the For You page on TikTok. Um, but, but yeah, so we, um, we did that. So that's why the Veronicas are on the list because I love their hooks. This is good. I'm loving this playlist. And like, I, I mean, every song, there's like a story there that I'm, I can hear through yeah. the, 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 uh, yeah, I makes mean, sense. all your new music really, but yeah, especially this track. So it's well, good. when you hear the next one, I'm sure you'll be like, what the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let's play the Veronica's and then we'll play the <laughs> mm-hmm. last track that we'll talk last about one. on the other side. Fuck yeah.
Veronica's Forever, followed by Chosen by Banks Arcade. Yes. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a massive Banks Arcade fan, but I hadn't listened to this song in a long time, and I actually today was like, it's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. So, it's interesting that you say that, because like, I 
really, 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 really liked Chosen. Like, really loved it. Yeah. Um, that was the first song of theirs that I heard. I can't remember who introduced it to me. I'm racking my brains to remember. It might have been one of the, the boys in the band, but they showed me Chosen, and I was like, this is sick. This is what, like, this is, like, basically, you know, what I want to, kind of what I want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to ever go, I'm going to do that and copy someone's shit. Like I, I, I think you've always got to find a way to make it individual, but I've definitely got really inspired after listening to Chosen. Um, and at that point we'd already written Headcase, but it was completely mm-hmm. different. And I remember going, let's drop tune it. Um, cause I think Banks did a lot of their stuff in F or C like drop F or drop C. I, I, don't quote me on that. They'll probably, that's probably wrong because they probably know what it is and they, Harlan, mm. who is the bassist, who's lovely, might hear it and be like, that's wrong, you idiot, but with a Kiwi accent because that's, <laughs> he's a Kiwi. Uh, he has said those words to me, I think. Not not like that. But Harlan is lovely. Um, that, they're, they're, like I've met Josh, Harlan, um, their drummer, who I keep, I forget his name. I think it's James. I don't remember what his name is. Um, and their ex guitarist who moved back to New Zealand. Um, but I also know their new guitarist, Benny, who is in a band called Rumors, who is really cool. Oh, I like um, Rumors. I didn't realize that. They're... Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I think they broke up, though. I think Rumors broke up. They've been quiet for a while, Maybe. so it wouldn't surprise me if they had yeah. broken up. I just didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Banks, uh, we opened for them, and I really, really, you know, their song Be Someone as well mm. really struck a massive chord with me. Um, just such great lyricism and, you know, delivery and stuff that Josh has. Um, and the interesting thing is, I could, I could, t- I, it's weird. I can tell you a Banks Arcade story. Um, no, no. I will tell you a Banks Arcade story. It's yep. a great, it's a great Banks Arcade story. So they came to Canberra. It was my birthday, um, and that was the main part of the story. Was that it was my birthday? Like that kind of is the whole story, actually. Um, yeah. Is that it was my birthday, and they Canberra was a bit quiet. I'm not gonna lie. Like they played, I think, on like a Thursday night. No, no, it wasn't. It was like a Friday night, Saturday night, because it was my birthday. And it was, sorry, and it was, um, it was quieter and like, uh, it was just a weird vibe. Like Canberra just sometimes doesn't, doesn't sell very well. Um, and we did our best ever, the promoters did their best and whatever. And, um, we're at, we were about to go to the show and I just cut my hair like short. I dyed it black and I was wearing like a, like a wife beater singlet, like the white ones. And Caleb, my drummer looks at me and goes, Dude, you look exactly like Josh from Banks Arcade. Like, this is oh, weird. Like, yeah. he's going to think you're cosplaying as him <laughs> at a show that you're opening for him for. And I looked at Caleb and I was like, you have a mullet. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, their drummer has a mullet and kind of looks like you. And then I looked at Sam and Sam had long hair and kind of like the earring thing going on. And I was like, you look like Harlan, the bassist. Oh, we're just a Banks Arcade, like, cover band. God damn. <laughs> And I don't know whether that played into it, but when I met Josh for the first time, I was like, hey, man. He goes, hey, have we met? And I was like, oh, fuck, it is happening, isn't it? Oh, no. And so, yeah, I don't know 100% whether they like us anymore because I think they thought by doing that, 
that we were taking the piss, but we we literally weren't. None of that was planned. I just showed up looking a bit like Josh from Banks Arcade, and um, my band looked like their band, and um, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I kind of love that story there. <laughs> it was fucked. It was so weird. And then we were driving them back to the airport the next day. Um, he was giving them a lift and they were just saying funny things. Like they're just so such funny dudes. They're just funny. Um, Harlan, like a dude on a motorbike drove past too fast and he goes, Oh, a temporary citizen. And to this day, I've been calling people that drive motorbikes, temporary citizens, because it's like, <laughs> it just makes sense. Um, but yeah, they're lovely and chosen as well as a few of their other songs. Smile is another one, but chosen is just sick. Like such a sick song, such mm. a cool song. Um, yeah, lovely band, lovely song, fucking very, very good. Sick. I know you're gonna. Are you gonna use all of this? Polaris signed my cock. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, not my actual cock. Hang on. Let me show you. <laughs> Can you grab it, babe? Well, your cock? Yeah. Po- yeah. No, no, she is. She's, she's grabbing my cock. See? She got her own quota. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's they so actually Polaris signed, signed that. my shuttlecock. That is fucking classic. That's so You got to hold that up. The- I'm going to get a photo of that. Single- that's fucking funny as. Give me one sec. Why is my Tell me when I can right? stop posing. Why is my computer so fucking shit? All right, you ready? I'm posing here with my cock on the screen for you. <laughs> All right, we got it. <laughs> That's so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally holding up my cock on screen for you right now. Oh my goodness, the finger. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I have, I've got a bunch of curiosities in my house. Some hand That's funny with as. A fucking tentacle on it. Um. So yeah, I found this shuttlecock in the pit. For Polaris, when they came to Canberra with Kublai Khan, Currents, and Volumes. Not Volumes. Um, who was the other one they came with? Uh, August Burns Red. Goddamn. Yeah. And um, so we're f- I'm friends with Bobby, who is the girlfriend of Rick. Is it Rick? Rick. Yeah. The one of the guitarists, Rick. And he, um, like, she was like, oh, what have you got there? And I was like, get Rick to sign my shuttlecock. And then she was like, Rick would love to sign your cock. And I was like, that is funny. And so Rick signed it, gave it, gave it to the bassist. He signed it, um, gave it to the drummer. He signed it. Then Jamie, like you were talking about before, like Jamie came down and was talking to everybody. And this is also like very quickly after Ryan as well. So he's going through it. Like you can tell yeah. like when those bands, like sometimes stuff like that happens and they soldier on and you can't really tell because they kind of shut off. Mm. It's just do the show, get off stage, deal with the trauma. Um, but you could tell, like, he was, that was one of the biggest things I've ever seen that Polaris did. Like, they were dealing with that in real time with yeah. their music, which was just, like, heartbreaking, so sad, but incredible. Anyway, I had a shuttlecock and um, Jamie came down and he goes, what the fuck? I was like, dude, can you sign my cock? And he goes, what the fuck? 
And then I gave it to him. And he was like, he just like pissed himself laughing. Steined it, gave it to me. And then, do you know Lance Prince, the sound engineer dude? He's basically a god. Yeah, he's a god. He's a sound engineer god. And then I said, Lance, sign my cock. And he literally goes, no, and walks away. (laughs) And he said no in such a way that it seems like he's been asked that before. (laughs) So I was like... (laughs) No, he was like, no. And I was like, oh, dude, okay. I'm at my shuttlecock, but go off, Quinn. Uh, but yeah, so that's my shuttlecock story. That's so good. Um, yeah, so what was the last thing? Was there another song? Well, that was it. So pretty much next we're going to play, we're going to finish the pod. We're going we're gonna to say some goodbyes, but we'll do that uh-huh. after you go. Um, but we will play Headcase before we finish the pod. Hell yeah. Do you want to talk about that track before we start asking yeah. about anything else? Yeah, so um, obviously Headcase is available for streaming. Wait. 29,000 29, I saw today. Yeah. It hit 29,000 and 12. Yeah. Well, it did nothing for two weeks. No streams. Oh, like really? 300, 400. And then something happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the algorithm decided that I was worthy. Um, and I made a Spotify ad, like Spotify for artists thing, ad thing. Yeah. I don't really know enough about that. We've actually got a dude. His name is Sean. He's lovely. Um, he's from a band called heists. Oh, and, I know Sean. Um, yeah, he's a good yes. dude. Yeah. He's, he's such a, real a lovely nice dude. dude. Well, yeah. Guy Veers is the guy, another guy from heists who shot the video. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Headcase. But anyway, uh, he's doing a bunch of PR for it. Like, youtube and facebook ads sorry facebook and instagram ads for it now so might be contributing to why it's doing so well i don't know i don't Mm. even know if it's doing well what is doing well anymore you know better than no streams is what i say um but yes available for streaming it it hit the big twenty nine thousand on spotify because that's the number that everyone goes for twenty nine (laughs) thousand exactly twenty nine thousand and twelve. i think it is that's that's the pinnacle 100k bullshit have you done twenty nine thousand and twelve? <laughs> like, that's what you're after. Uh, what else? The music video is is also available. There's merch. I'm gonna plug it. You should buy it. We'll put it. We'll put it in the comments. Don't worry. Do it. Yeah. There's merch. Uh, we decided to drop a hoodie just before fucking summer. <laughs> Smart. Also, these are, I'm gonna show you my fiance. The shirts and shit. Nice. Like a shirt if you want. There's a shirt. The people who are fucking listening to this can't see that. Um, <laughs> but just picture a shirt <laughs> with a skeleton on it and some needles and you're good. Um, and then also, what else? We are playing Brisbane at the end of the month. If you live in Brisbane, Headcase is going to be live and you know, play the song and hopefully have my microphone turned on this time. <laughs> Um, what else? Yeah. So Headcase is, is, is out. It's out and about. It's, it's on the town. It's trying to get people's fucking details. Fuck yeah. <laughs> We're going to, we'll have all the links for the, uh, for all the references in the description and we'll be, uh, plugging that stuff on the stories as well. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Is there Appreciate anything else that. you want to plug? Ah, what else do I want to plug? I want to plug, I want to plug my phone into charge at some point. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, uh, what else? What else do I plug? What else do you plug? Uh, There's a 
there's a I don't know if anybody um if anybody likes kind of cool dark folk ambient stuff but my fiance Ren who trades by the name of Wrecked Music is releasing a song tomorrow um she's cool so that's wrecked like wrecked like you've been in a car wreck but with an ed on the end um she's releasing a song called harpy tomorrow like a harp but with a y on the end um and that's pretty cool i'm gonna plug that because she's awesome and she makes cool music uh i'm gonna plug daniel antics because he's just i just like actually I'm not going to say the words. I'm going to plug Daniel Antics on the internet because that could be construed as something different <laughs> to what I mean by it. Um, I'm not going to touch Daniel Antics in a way that he doesn't like. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. It's, I guess it's kind of public knowledge. It's not, but it's the first time I'm saying it anyway. We are going to be releasing another song this year. Oh, nice. Um, and it is... I can exclusively reveal on the 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 press conference podcast at fucking nine fifty five Canberra time <laughs> can reveal for all of the people who I can undoubtedly be like, why the fuck did we sit through this whole podcast of him talking shit? <laughs> you did it for this moment. It is one of seven. Nice. One of seven Ooh. fucking songs. Nice. And they're all different and they all will probably want to make, will make you want to sh- turn off your phone. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Like, this has been real fun. I'm, I'm plugging you guys. Yep. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, Thank you. This has been an absolute ball. Like, uh, I'm, I'm glad you've had a, had a time great time. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. This, this has been a lot of fun. We're definitely going to have to get you back on. Um, Please, anytime. Yeah, definitely. If you've got those seven songs backed up, uh, next year, let's get you back on and talk about them. Because, yeah, uh, fuck yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, this was, this was crazy, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. sorry. Don't fucking don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we need. I'm chronically sorry all the time for everything. (laughs) We feel that. We feel it. It's a medical condition. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anxiety. But yeah, no, um, thank you for, for, for having me. Is there anything else that I need to do now? Absolutely not. Well, uh, well, how about we put it there, Dave? We'll come back in a sec. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. Thank, thanks for coming on. So, how about that? What a chat! Absolute epic chat. Like, uh, I don't think we've met anyone quite like Rory, and it was such a great insight into him and his music. I mean, it's it's incredible, right? Like, so much energy um, recording this at like a Thursday night up until like 10 30 and just the energy was crazy. Uh, so many laughs, so many stories. Um, definitely go and check them out. I think you can vote for them at the moment in the uh, good things, fucking band entry comp oh, thing that yes. they're running. Um, I saw them post about that. So we'll, we'll put links down there to, to get around them. Um, and a few of the other bands that, that we've had on. Um, but yeah, fucking awesome. So absolutely hang in to see them at a show again soon. Yeah. Just great chat. Thank you for coming on, Rory. Yeah, thank you, Rory. And also stick around, listeners, for uh, the single Headcase because we're going to play it after this, after we say our goodbyes. 
Before we get to our goodbyes this week, I just want to shout out to anyone listening. This episode will come out on Wednesday the 18th. Uh, if you were one of the lucky few to get a ticket to Saving Faces, um, Comfort in the Grey EP launch this Saturday at... Where the fuck are they playing again? Last Chance, Rock and Roll Bar. Last Chance, Rock and Roll Bar. Yeah, sweet. It's going to be absolutely sick. Um, absolutely can't wait to see the boys. Yeah, I'm going to be down. Luckily, was down for a wedding. Like, how crazy is that? Like, out of all the weekends where I originally hadn't planned to come to Melbourne, uh, they put on their EP show the weekend I'm actually down. So, absolutely can't wait to get there. Um, come down and say, hey, see the boys. Get down early, see all the openers. There's some absolutely awesome bands on this lineup. And uh, if you if you haven't listened yet, just go fucking listen because they're awesome too. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be up as well. <laughs> And if, you, uh, if, you, if you're not sick anymore, <laughs> if I'm not sick anymore, um, I'm shaking it off. I'm I'm pushing through. Is that a Taylor Swift reference? No, you softy. You've gotten soft, Dave. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll um, this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a review and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps the show a lot. Um, it helps us see that we're doing the right things and all that kind of stuff. So it really means a lot to us if you could do that. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. We have also launched the Press Conference Society Facebook group. You know, the end of the year is coming up. So we're going to be doing a bit of, bit of combo in there around favorite EPs, albums, songs of the year. Uh, so go in there to get involved. Uh, and as always, we love the feedback and the conversation. So let us know if you, if you like the pod. Great. If you hate it, we also want to hear about it. So, yeah, let us know. Absolutely. We'll uh, stick around. Next up is St. Sinner with Headcase. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Just a thorn in my side I feel lost and insecure When I stare into my eyes I'm alright, just the unfortunate type I got the of my last cigarette deep inside You pull me down, bring the skeleton out And I can't let him down once I let him out There's something brewing, yeah, it's screwing me up A million other voices saying keep him locked up Cause I keep the monster locked
antidote and try to behave I'm sick of saying sorry for the things that I've said So I'll become the monster living under your bed I spend my personality to watch how it ends